we're here. <laughs> I didn't know if you could hear me laughing. <laughs> I like to moment. keep it real. Oh, so we're, we're here uh, to talk about episode six of season two of season two, the statue. Statue. Uh, but we're taping this on the Monday after the end of the Iowa State Fair, the infamous Iowa State Fair. Oh yes. Tell me about your experience, Claire. Oh, my food. All of my food choices were kind of flops, except for one. <laughs> That's what I get for not standing next to the, the good old standbys, like the corn dog, or in my case, the gyro, or pork chop yeah. on a stick. I branched out. I tried a handful of new foods, and there was only one that I walked away really liking. So in all honesty, I walked away from the Iowa State Fair not extremely bloated, uncomfortable, and miserable <laughs> like the rest of the you know million people who went through the gates over the last 11 yes. days. So what about you? It was fun with the company I was with. Yeah, the company was fun. The um, animals were fun as always. Oh. Uh, it was so sweet. We, were, we sat down to feed Kennedy at like 10, probably. We found a little secluded area between two buildings, and it had like a little misty fountain thing. Oh, like yeah. Little kids. I know. I'd never seen that. it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Didn't know it was there. Oh. So we were in the shade feeding her and like just hanging out. And... This older couple was sitting to the left of us and whatever. Some for oh, we saw this one girl, she couldn't she was probably like a year and a half, two years old, running and playing in the water, and she was like, That's gonna be you guys next year. This she was a grandma by now, um, probably. And I was like, Yeah, I know, I know. And she was like, How how old is she? Blah blah blah. And she was like, You guys are really good dads. And like that was just a really oh, cool, affirming you know, thing moment. to hear. Yeah. Um, I had a thing a food called the chief. It was just like this um, uh, brisket with some, I thought, really flavorful coleslaw and some sauce on top. Not very filling. Like, I, I was looking for more food. <laughs> but True, I was all, Yeah, it was fashion. good. Um, and then we had our, our uh, fried Oreos, which if you've never had a fried Oreo, like... Holy shit, it, it is the dessert to beat all desserts. Like, it's so good. I have. They're not really my thing. So I just took a small bite of one, and you have to be careful with the powdered sugar The powdered sugar on everywhere. Everywhere. It is a, yeah, it is a bomb waiting to go yes. off. Just, 100%. you can't breathe when you eat it, or it goes everywhere. <laughs> and then you don't know how hot the molten Oreo might be inside. True, so I always wait. Like, I yeah. definitely wait. You, but then you wait, and it gets, like, a little, it like. It a little soggy. Yeah. yeah so I don't know. I don't know. Oh, no. It was, the fair is always fun. It wasn't 99 degrees yeah. and sweltering hot. It was literally, I think we topped out at 80 on yeah. Friday. And so by the time, like, sunset and everything, it was perfect. Yes. It was literally yes. perfect. So hopefully next year when the kids will be able to walk around, we can, um, we didn't have any of the beers or anything. So hopefully next year we'll be able to kind of enjoy a little bit of that. But there was one thing. Steve wanted to get his same same food. It was the food where it was like a big bowl on top of the the, so, the big soda thing. It wasn't there it's this gone. year. It's those new foods. They rotate in and it, out. It clearly, they kicked, got rid of them. I didn't. I didn't see anyone carrying it around. So yeah. I just had assumed. I'm just so mad at myself that I didn't just stick with like the the beef sundae, which if for anyone <laughs> who so it sounds so gross and so Iowa, but it's it's so good. It? We, so, we walked by that location. I think I'll remember all the ingredients. So picture an ice cream sundae and just flip it and replace it with all of the the Sunday evening fixins. Like I think it goes mashed potatoes, gravy, oh, or maybe so it goes mashed good. potatoes, roast beef, gravy. I should have just gotten that. Little shredded cheese and Seriously. a cherry tomato sitting on top. Yeah, I, I think done that's that. all it is. Should have done that. I should have too because, like I said. 
I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hate on the stuff that I had. I did have a tenderloin on a stick, and that was my one yes. really good Always choice. A good choice. It was my one really yeah. good choice. No funnel cake beer for me. Yeah, it was, I wanted that, but it was all gone. So. I heard it was so sweet you could only drink like half a glass. We were gonna split it. That was our plan. Was to split it, but nope, it was never on my radar. Uh, anyway, anyway, now I'm hungry. Again. I know, I'm starving right now. <laughs> <laughs> if you hear our stomachs, don't be surprised. Yeah. So let's dive into the statue. Oh, all right, let's do it. Uh, the synopsis, a statue wanted by George is stolen from Jerry's apartment by the boyfriend of a writer Elaine is working with. An ugly statue. Can I just oh, hideous. kick it off? Terrible. Uh, this episode first aired April 11th in 1991. Yeah, that statue is hideous. Oh, it's weird. It's not what I would think of a family like heirloom fit, at all. It, it fits George's parents, though. Like, it really I guess. fits who they guess are. It's just bizarre. <laughs> um, is there any old family heirloom you guys have? It's like sits on a shelf and. No, I was trying to think of. I was trying to think of something that we had or my grandparents have, and I mean, we have old photos and. There's like an old mirror that back in the day we'd always say if you looked into it was oh, that's haunted. haunted. Yeah. It's not. It's fine. It was just in my grandparents' attic and it's an antique. Um, I can't think of anything that we have that's been like passed down generation to generation type yeah. of stuff, but we do have a lot of old family photos. Sure. So and then like my grandpa's purple heart and things like that. So Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. We have those That's type fair. of things, but nothing creepy like the statue. Yeah, that statue. Do you guys? Not really. Okay. I mean, just really just actual family heirloom type yep. stuff. Yeah. Um, there's never expected. been like this. We've broken things. I remember as a kid, we broke my brother and I broke this lampshade that was like super old and like antique and like can't replace it. Felt bad about it, but yeah. like never was one of those things where like we're gonna hold this over your head for thirty years. Right. Um, yeah. So. I just love the fact that George broke it. When he was using it as a microphone. I, know. <laughs> I just thought that was the funniest thing. More like, George. How many times as a kid, even oh, if yeah. it wasn't a family heirloom, did you play with something you were not supposed to be playing? My brother, with? my sister played an instrument, and so she had a, a music stand, mm-hmm. and it like folded up and came apart and stuff. Yeah. He would use part of it as a sword, um, <laughs> my younger brother. And I'll never forget, like, he swung it and, like, the metal rod flew out of it. Oh, shit. Stuck into the wall. No. <laughs> yeah. So there was, like, a tiny little hole in the wall. So. Oh, see, and as an only child, I didn't. So didn't I'm have sure, those things. I'm sure my cousins and I broke and got into stuff that we are not supposed to. But as an only child, you would see adults using certain, like, my mom has this set of glassware, Ooh. which is green. And oh, it's yeah. very, it's, like, it's. She loves it. She only brings it out on special occasions. And it was one of those things where I would see them using it, so I thought it was okay to use it because I'm just there watching yeah. and witnessing as one of the adults, not a kid. And so I think I probably got in trouble that way. Times. Yeah. So speaking, I'm going to jump ahead in my notes. Oh, you're fine. Uh, because it's hilarious. I've, my notes are totally out of whack <laughs> today, so don't worry about so it. So I know a little bit about what it's like to break something um, in the house. My brother and I, my younger brother. Again. Yeah, we always got into trouble. Uh, we were playing ball in the house. We knew we weren't supposed to. Mm. We broke a precious moments. Oh no! So it was, it was one. It was a precious moment that it. Those kind of creep me out. By the way, I don't like precious moments. Okay. They're none in our house. Their head shapes are so weird. So it was something with like balloons on it, and the balloons broke. Like it was a clean break, but the balloons broke off. So like I went and got super glue, <laughs> glued the balloons back on. 
and no one knew until I told them like oh, 10 years later. Your guilt got oh, to you a no, decade was, later? No, what are they going to do to me as an adult? I don't like, know. Yeah, so. Shame you for the next 30 years? <laughs> um, that reminds me, not of anything from Seinfeld, but of uh, the, oh my gosh, The Goonies. Have you yes. ever seen that movie where he breaks, that's my mom's favorite part. And it was the Statue of David, and she broke, broke his broke the, you know, the, the off. appendage off. Yep. Yes. Sorry. Chunk. That's amazing. That's what it made me think of when you said you glued oh. it back together because they glued it on upside down. Did they? They did. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry, there was a hand motion Such a there. Good, that's good. So let's actually okay. talk about Sorry, the episode. Go. Yes. Um, we get introduced to two guest stars, Rava and Ray. Um, quick little fact. A woman by the name of Jane Leaves... Um, had auditioned to play the role of Rava, um, didn't get the part, but she was brought back to play Marla the Virgin in season four. Hmm. Uh, if you remember that from uh, Jerry's, uh, someone Jerry dated. Um, and then she actually went on to star in Frasier. Oh. So she, she had some roles on NBC. I also like Frasier. It's dry I humor. Not like I kind of like it. Zach can't stand that I like it, which is just <laughs> funny to me. It's uh, weird. It's a different, different So, yeah, Rava. She's an uplifting character. Oh, she's just a delightful oh soul. I, love I admire the fact that that Elaine wants to, you know, get the in oh, and everything. Oh, yeah, for sure. But then also when we first meet Ray, too, he is way too much. Oh, my you God. You know me and those types of people. Yes. I'm like, mm, What a surprise. The brain. And a delight. And <laughs> what? I can't. Jerry, what? Lord of the Manor. That's it. <laughs> And he bows, and it's like, he, he gave me the weirds from oh, the yeah. beginning anyway. 100%. So, yeah. Uh, but I get you do that for friends. You don't ruin this for me kind right. of situations. Yeah. And you got to preface those because if you don't, oh, yeah. then you're just, you know. I remember early on, I feel like it was early on when I was dating my now husband. It would be, we'd, I'd have to be like, this is so-and-so, and they're very important, so don't, don't you yeah. know, I think <laughs> say that's, something that's, stupid. Like, <laughs> That's just something you yeah. should do. Um, uh, da, 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 da. So when, when another quick fun fact, because I was kind of interested, um, I'd never heard of Ink and Dink until this show. Like, we always into, like, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Mm-hmm. Um, Ink and Dink has actually been around since the 50s. The, 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 the little, of... Yeah, it didn't, I just thought it was really interesting. Um, My goodness. Yeah. Hmm. Um, never knew that. Yeah, never heard of it either. Those, yeah. Um, okay, wait. I like I said, my notes are awkward too. I think my favorite scene is. I was gonna say. I have go. two favorite scenes. Okay. Uh, when it's Elaine and Rava in the elevator mm-hmm. talking about like, by this point Ray had already stolen the the statue, and they're talking about big coincidences and little coincidences, and she's smoking in the elevator. <laughs> Could she, anywhere. She, she yells at the guy, why don't I put it out on your face? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I think my favorite scene was when Kramer was the police, police officer. officer. Oh, I can't, yeah. because it was just oh, God. so funny. I mean, it was, it was dramatic in his true fashion, and I know I'm skipping ahead a little bit, because I love it when, when they first are suspecting Ray of yes. stealing it. Kramer's like, you want to go get him? And then they keep moving on with their conversation. Yes. I'm what, not happy about this. Right. <laughs> Just some of his mannerisms are just like getting funnier and funnier yes. to me, and that that was one of them. You could just see it was like he was totally convinced in his brain that he was going to go in there and basically shoot up the place yeah. and 
get get that statue. Yes. And he did. He did. Make love to the wall, pervert. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> I had to write it down because it was so good. Oh, um, good. And then I don't remember when she did it. Elaine is eating ice cream straight out of the container. I have a note. Okay, what's I your note? I have a note. <laughs> Judge me if you will, but it's true. My dad taught me how to do that. What, eat out of the container? He used to do it. So I used to do it. And when she pours the chocolate sauce all over the top of it, we've totally done that. Okay, I've never done that. Oh, we've totally done that. And to this day, not that we buy tubs of ice cream, because I literally look at Zach and I'm like, do not bring a tub of ice cream into this house, because it's just dangerous. But Steve does all the damn time. Skip skip the bowl. Who needs a bowl? It's better out of the container. So we have, do you guys have, like, when you buy ice cream, do you each have different flavors that you'll want? Mm -mm. No, okay, so we have different flavors. Like, we always just eat straight We're really basic. We're like mint chocolate. Chocolate chip, vanilla, That's or Neapolitan. Right. Like, That's all good. We don't. So, drink so too far. when you've had a bad day, <laughs> how do you cope? Drinking. No, I'm kidding. Strike <laughs> um, the alcohol. I don't know. It depends on what type of bad day. Sometimes it is a glass of wine. Other times it's like I just need. Sometimes it's comfort food. Other times it's like I need to go on a run and yeah. not talk to anyone and just blow some steam. Um, there's various forms, but I totally appreciated her just, just pouring the going chocolate. right for it. Honestly, I don't eat ice cream that way, like out of sadness or anger or anything. Like I just eat. I just it just makes me anger. happy if I do that. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, well, and then so afterwards, they decide to do the interrogation at the cafe. Oh, yeah, when he's, he's snooping so on it. It's so awkward. Oh, yeah. It is so awkward. But then George, of course, is just like blow, blow, yeah, oh, blowing God. up. The guy moved to Singapore. Oh, Singapore. Okay, sure. Like, the way he just keeps yeah. repeating. I thought that scene was really good just be, like for the fact of just the pace of Oh, it. yeah. The way they would each say something, each say something, and then you could just feel it building, even though it really wasn't, like, nothing was really being said oh, yeah. all that much. yeah. yeah. So, um, I know they had a lot of references to the show Dragnet in this, but did you ever watch Dragnet? No, no okay, idea what so you're talking about. This was, it was in just like the, again, I don't think it was a fun fact, but it was in the info of okay. like cultural references. Gotcha. This is too much before my time, so I did not know really what it was or any of the references, but I didn't know if you did. No, nope, so, never. Well, what, what's, it, what's the show even about? Is it just a police show? Or I like, don't even know. Okay. I, think it, I think it has to do some has to do with, like, crimes and courts okay. and police because, like, when Kramer says, well, I didn't take him to people's court, that's I can right, tell that's you right. that's where the reference, reference came then. from. So, right. I don't know. That that one, I was just like, I have never heard of such a show. Yeah. So, I predated myself, but that's Definitely fine. predated. That's, that's fine. Whatever. Um, trying to think of anything. That was all I had down. I'll, I'll, I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was all, Every character good. had... Their moments. So I have a question. The the show kind of leaves it open ended, never really saying if Ray stole the statue or not. Oh, he hundred percent stole the okay, damn statue. Okay, I'm with you too. Hundred percent. That's what they kind of left it as. Like, did yes. he? Didn't he? Did, is it just another you know garage sale heirloom that you can find I mean, somewhere? I can see Ray having it, but I think he stole it. Yeah, I totally. Yeah, absolutely he stole, stole it. it. All right. We're on the same page. Just making sure. <laughs> I think we'll have to put a poll question out there and see what people think. Oh, we should. We should do that. Okay. All right. Uh, that's it. Yeah. No, the, it was a good episode. A good, quick episode. It covered 
an array of topics and kind of showed their personalities more. Yes. So that's what I liked about this one. Maybe it was a little bit more focused on on what the problem was at hand, but everyone got a little bit. I yeah. Don't know, everyone got some spotlight. play in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Sure. Well. Kind of funny that the next episode is titled The Revenge. <laughs> I think it kind of segues really well. So we will cover that, uh, that episode next week. All right. Till then. Adios, muchacho. This is Richard of Richard and Claire, and it truly means the world to us that you listen to this show. If you loved it, please give us a rating wherever you're listening and tell your friends about it. If you'd like to send us a message, you can email us at apodcastaboutnothing7 at gmail.com. That's a podcast about nothing and the number seven at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Twitter at nothingpodcast7. That's nothingpodcast and then the number seven. Thanks so much. This podcast is mixed and produced by Sprout Media, a digital agency in Des Moines, Iowa. Founded in 2016 by two millennials tired of seeing the same old marketing tactics, they tackle everything from planning and strategy, design and development, all the way through to implementation and execution to deliver exceptional results for their clients. They partner with passionate brands around the country in the creation of creative marketing campaigns, including podcasts just like this one. You can find them online at GoSproutMedia.com or on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at GoSproutMedia. Media.